Welcome to Three Guys, Three Questions, where three friends test the limits of propriety through the questions we ask. This week, we're sponsored by the last page of the best book you've ever read. I'm Aaron L.M. Goodwin, and I'm joined, as always, by Andrew Savage. Say hello, Andrew. Hello. Hi. Hello. Goodbye. Yep. You say goodbye, I say hello. What do you think about that? I think you don't have a good concept of the English language and (laughs) social cues. I'm also joined by Adam Afitasen Anderson. So long. Farewell. There's a really good version of that by the Vandals. Have you heard of it before? Do you want me to? Only just recently. (laughs) Do you want me to? I can play it for you right now. Uh, Here we go. Do you like it? It was, yeah, it it was, was great. I've never heard of it. I've never heard that. <laughs> um, If you're new to the show, here's how it works. Each host asks a question, then each host gives their answer. Hilarity hopefully ensues, and we move to the next question. This episode is all about endings. Adam has today's first question, so take it away, Adam. My question is, what have endings taught you? Uh, that's a, probably, mm, my, so, probably my most open-ended question I've ever asked. I was probably the most depressing one, but... Get it? Why? It's open-ended? Because it's ended. <laughs> hey! <laughs> that's the show, this, folks. Wait, we'll see you next week. depressing, Andrew? I don't know. I just... It sounds not necessarily depressing. I, I misspoke. Uh, are you not a fan solo? of endings? No, endings are fine. Um, why? Why do you? Why do you? I think why? depending on how a person sees an ending says a lot about the person. Because um, I mean, like endings are sometimes bad if they're good things, but sometimes they're great if they're bad things. You're, um, saying, you're trying to say every new beginning comes from some other beginning's end. Is yeah, someone should put that to a song. Um, <laughs> no, so something that endings have taught me is, is I guess endings of things around us. Like I think there's, it's really when I think of endings, I always think of endings of good things, and not necessarily because I don't think about endings of bad things, but it's just that's the one that we tend to focus on. Mm-hmm. We usually don't recognize or rarely celebrate endings of bad things unless it's like a war or a presidency like it has to get uh, really really bad before we're happy it ended yeah um before that we're like well i don't know let's wait it out let's see yeah so i guess the things that endings have taught me is just to enjoy things now there's um oh there's this teaching i don't know who i can't remember who it's by but it's it, it talks about the the vase and I, I want to say this guy's a monk. I want to say he's a monk, but he's like, he has <laughs> this beautiful vase. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to, he has this beautiful vase and he, you, he loves his vase, but in his mind, the vase is already broken. Um, and because of that, he can love and enjoy it every day. And then one day it fell off the shelf and it broke, but he wasn't sad that it broke broke. Cause he always knew that it would be broken one day, but he looks back and he enjoyed the time that he had with his vase I think that's the same way that I feel about endings sometimes because I think as I've gotten older and I'm not old, but I'm older than I was. <laughs> I've had a lot of time to think that tends to be I how th- it works. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's how time works. But I think there's a lot of times in which you've had friends or acquaintances or things or places in your life that you can look back and be really happy they happened, but not. And if you focus on how bad that you're not, you know, with those friends or you're not in that job or that situation, um, you need to just sit where you are and realize that you're happy now, but it won't be forever. Does that make sense? Is that too solemn? No, I think it's good. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I yeah. think if I if I if I considered that more, I would probably be happier more often. Like, oh yeah, well, I, think I think that would add that would enrich my life if I would consider that idea more. So I think it's good. And uh, the and I wish I could have said, oh, I've always thought this way, but it's only been kind of newish. But you know, you have phases in your life, and you have different people in your life. You have different jobs. You have different like time schedules and situations. And if you just live your life not thinking about how lucky you are to have those things, um, they're going to be gone, and you're just going to be, oh man, I really wish I would have appreciated those things, but now yeah. they're gone. Um, yeah, and exactly. Like you can't appreciate something while you're desperately holding on to it to make sure it never goes away. Yeah. Re- regretting re- like regretting regret sucks like <laughs> yes like that's probably something to try to avoid in your life i think i think that most people w- that are happy would say they don't have any regrets yeah or sociopaths but yeah excluding them <laughs> yeah if you have no regrets you're either you're either wonderfully happy or an awful person <laughs> it's one of those two things yeah either or it's a it's um, a fact but I think it's good because then you don't like beat yourself up like, oh, you know, man, I should have done something different there. Or I wish, you know, I had those friends still in my life. But you know what? It's just it's just different changes. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's over. It doesn't mean that you'll never be happy again. It'll just be different. Yeah. yeah. I think that a lot of people see something ending as like, oh, now this is over. So everything was like now it's ruined, but it's like, yeah. no, no, like you can be sad that it's over, but just because it's over doesn't mean that you weren't happy when it was going on. Like most people don't, was. most people don't feel that way about a cake, right? Right. <laughs> Everyone's yeah. like, I have finished the cake and now I'm <laughs> full and I'm very happy. And then, well, usually you're happy <laughs> for a second and then you're like, oh no, <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> It's well, it's like it's it's I see it the same way as people talking about how all these reboots are ruining their childhoods. Like no, oh, like yeah. these like making a new movie in a in a franchise isn't going back in time and tainting your memories of something. Like calm down. Yeah, it's like the same way that something ending isn't going backwards in time and making every happy thing that you had sad. Those are still happy times. You just need to remember them. Some people are real weird about about like. The past, I don't, I mean, it, it they, they're just like so holding on to it and fixated with the past and with protecting it, which is really weird because that's not how time works. Like it already happened. You can't, nothing can change it. It's there. It's, it's basically, I mean, unless you're a time traveler. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like they say, you can't go home again. And I think that this doesn't necessarily mean to actual place, but even if you go home, it's different. 
And I think that you can never, you can never, uh, walk, walk through the same river twice or whatever. What was the thing? Like, oh, you can't step in the same river twice. Yeah. Yeah. It's and I, going. And I think you can be depressed by the fact that things change and the people and places that you once were, or the things you did weren't truly yours. And then they, they move on when you leave. But I think you just have to realize like, Hey, you know, you're just, part of this ride you're just figuring it out you're just enjoy where you are and i don't know it'll be good it'll be happy have you guys ever thought about how difficult it is to like perceive now like the present like not not like uh oh this span of time is the present but like this very instant like it's impossible to perceive because like my brain takes a second to process things. Not a, <laughs> not a full second. That's a metaphorical second. But like, that's weird to think about, isn't it? That like, by the time you recognize that something is happening, it's already in the past. Yeah, that's, that's, I've, I've actually thought about that a lot because of uh, meditation, because meditation is kind, is kind of like the process of observing the present. Right. Of, of putting yourself into a mental space where you're not thinking about the present. You're not processing it, which, which takes time, right? It's, it takes effort. It takes, it, it, you're, 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 it's like you're exercising agency over something and you're making a decision about it. Whereas meditation is to just step back and perceive now to be in like you know stupid new age people who talk about my practice uh talk about it's like talk about it like it's uh being in the moment which is which is like a correct term but i don't think it really fully describes like what you're trying to get to when you meditate right but you're trying to like let go of that whole notion of capturing it storing it of analyzing it uh of like thinking about it because anytime you do that you're now you're in the past right mm-hmm. so uh, does that make sense this, this is kind of getting <laughs> out there yeah. but it is something that i've thought about because it's really hard to do like when you're trying to meditate it's really really difficult to do it's really difficult not to think about anything and to right. just step back in your in your mind, it's really hard. <laughs> no, every time I try to med- meditate, um, all I can think about is if I'm meditating right. <laughs> so, which yeah. kind of takes you out of the moment. <clears throat> yeah, it's a little very, bit, a little bit. Very difficult. I need to get back into that. See, I like go through periods where I do and I don't. <sighs> Anyhow, my answer is kind of along the lines with what like Adam was talking about for a second there, like, um trying to like hold on to things like refusing to, to let them go. Uh, Mm -hmm. My lesson is just that, that endings happen any, like regardless of whether you want them to or not, like you can't, you can't permanently encase your life in, in glass like <laughs> thing, right things end that's just a constant state of the way life is for good or for bad whatever 
but the pretty much the only way you can make it worse, <laughs> even if the ending is bad, is by trying to hold on to it and keep the the sort of I don't want to say like an well yeah it, it is an inevitable thing from happening um, by like fighting tooth and nail over ch- against change right so that's something that 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 I've kind of in a, I mean a lot of ways I can't, I'm not good at remembering that but um but it is a lesson that I've learned that I really believe is true because I think I think a lot of times it's like you the harder you squeeze on it the harder grip you try to keep on things the worse you make the ending in <laughs> you know, the the worse right. you make it and so just kind of letting it flow, letting life go, it, you know, letting people it's, go their own ways. It's really interesting you mentioned that because I've actually been thinking that about that a lot because I've been thinking about Facebook uh-huh. and and I've been trying to – I'm like been at the <laughs> – I've been at the line whether I want to stop using Facebook or not. Yeah. And I, I was thinking about – Facebook is obviously a great way to stay connected with people. But I realized I'm like, do I need to be connected with all these people still? Because, I mean, like, you still have those great experiences with people, but they are different, and I'm a different person. And then you find out they're really racist, <laughs> and then you're, like, depressed. <laughs> trying to, and I guess, those like, experiences aren't happening on Facebook. Like, right. that's the thing that I've been thinking about lately is maintaining relationships with people on Facebook or online – if I'm not having great experiences with them, things that I'm going to look back on and be like, oh, remember that time? Then like, what? what's this about? Right. It's like, it's like a collective nostalgia. It's like being trapped in a museum of your own life forever. Yes, I've been thinking about that a lot because I, I feel like that's what Facebook is because like that's the one thing that's holding me back from just like leaving it forever. It's like, oh, then I won't have a way to connect with all these people that I once knew. Yeah. Like I talk to them all the time now. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like the thing is though, that you used to know them, you don't know them anymore. I think that's something that's, that's the most insidious and the hardest to see about Facebook is that it's this product that promised us that we wouldn't have to put in effort to keep up with our relationships anymore. And it's just a total lie because keeping a relationship with someone, whether it's a friendship or any other kind of relationship takes effort on your part and facebook just like came along is like now you don't have to try so hard and we all bought into it for me you know who i blame who mark zuckerberg millennials it's all millennials there. millennials are killing the friendship industry <laughs> are we Ira and the douche over here? <laughs> Ira and the douche. Uh, uh, Ira and the douche. Um. The the um. Well, so for me, Facebook, Facebook. Now that we're talking about Facebook, began as actually a really good experience because the people who were on there and I was using it with were people I was making memories with at that moment. I was actually we were involved in each other's lives. You know what I mean? Like I think Andrew was there the time where, where <laughs> we were all hanging out at my house. And for some reason we all had our computers. Oh, cause we were doing like a, we we're doing some like 
multiplayer game thing. And then all of us got on Facebook because we were like taking a break. And we noticed that one of our friends kept posting like kissy pictures with their significant other. And so we all, we all at the same time pranked that person by making our profile picture, their stupid kissy picture profile picture. And so there was like 10 of us. And at that time that like overwhelmed the network. And like, we kept posting like as if we were talking, if if we were pretending to be them and making like really schlocky, just like overdone, uh, (laughs) like, kissy wissy comments to each other it's funny that you mentioned this because my wife for whatever reason she was going through my profile pictures and like why do you have a profile picture of two couples kissing? <laughs> i'm like it's kind of a long story and it's a little sad <laughs> but it was so funny because everyone like the moment we like 10 of us or whatever we did it it's like everybody we knew came out of the woodwork and was sending us messages and was like oh my gosh thank you like, I thought I was the only one. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that was a cool experience because it involved people we were actually, like, dealing with in our life at that moment. There are people that we did things with, that we went to school with, that we knew. But it's become, like, really abstracted from that. And there's hardly anybody that I'm friends with on Facebook that I ever see. In fact, I try to keep people, like, people who I just recently met and, like, have added me as friends on Facebook. Like, I still have their requests sitting there that I have have not said because I'm like, I don't want them to really learn my politics (laughs) well yeah i don't want them to face that face their judgment of me and it's actually something i hadn't added anyone on facebook um in a while maybe besides like a handful people but since i graduated i added a bunch of people because i'm like i'm never seeing these people again Mm. and so i started just adding them just so yeah i know it was weird because you you tell yourself we're gonna keep in touch but yeah yeah, I had someone like that follow me on Instagram because they finally – they're like one of the like 10 people in the world who don't have an Instagram account but have had a Facebook account for years. And I forgot this person existed. I haven't talked with them in like five, six years. We had like a class together. And now they're following me on Instagram. And I'm like, what? <laughs> uh, this, this, this whole discussion reminds me of the reason I don't want to go to any of my reunions like the reunion for my mission i don't want to go to my <laughs> high school reunion because Chase all of the people feelings. all of the people that i want to be friends with and talk to i am friends with and i talk to them right yeah so that's what's the point of a reunion that's how yeah. i feel you know what boomers boomers explain this to me what's the point of a reunion well they haven't understood endings they think everything will be the same when they get back I think it's, well, I mean, it's, it's nice to like see people again sometimes, but the idea of reunions were created when there wasn't a constant nostalgia website that would constantly remind you about, remember this, remember this, remember this? Like, so I think in that climate, it makes sense to have a reunion. You know, you go see a bunch of people that you haven't seen in a long time and catch up because it wasn't as easy to, to keep in touch back then. So right. nowadays, mm, I don't know. My, 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 it's funny, Andrew, cause your reason for staying on Facebook is not the reason I'm staying on there. Really? My, my only, my only reason to stay on there is because I, I, uh, 
I just want to influence people. (laughs) 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 And that's where they're at. That's the soapbox. Yeah. I'm only on, I'm only on Facebook because my family's group chat is through Facebook messenger. (laughs) Well, you can stay on messenger and leave Facebook actually. Yeah, but I'm too lazy. Oh, also, uh, my Spotify account is hooked up to my Facebook and I'm too lazy to look up how to delink those things. (laughs) But I rarely check. Like I have some people that I have notifications like notify me anytime they post something like, like I have Andrew, you know, I, I think I have Adam, but there's nothing (laughs) that gets posted. So, but you know, like I have a small group of people who I do want to see, like if they post a picture or something like that. And that the only time I go on Facebook, I log in, I look at those notifications and then I log out. I don't, I don't like browse the timeline. I don't see what other people are up to because I don't, it's just, I don't know. It's the timeline's been algorithmed to trash. Um, yeah, it's not good. It's not, no, not good. Not, good not great. Adam, what's your, now that we're 20 minutes in the first question, <laughs> what's, what's my answer to my own question? Yeah. Endings have taught me that, um, if I want to remember something, then I write it down. Um, and that kind of goes along with the rest of your answers, just like philosophically, like the reason that I write things down that I want to remember yeah, um, is it's because I'm letting it like writing something down helps me let it go and lets oh. me it. When you write something down, it lets you situate it in the past permanently. Like yeah. that's where it is. And when I write it down, I don't have to worry like, oh, I'm going to forget this memory. I have to hold on to it forever. I have to place it into stranglehold forever. Like, no, I can just write it down. And that's where it's going to be. And it's funny it's, how if doing it's that. Important, if it's important, I'll remember it. And if it's not, I'll forget it. <laughs> well, it's funny that <laughs> and, you're, it, it, like, it allows your brain to like – it's something you can't really control – but once you write it down, your brain's like, oh, okay, I guess we can, we can't put this in their cycle bin. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like <laughs> we know, we know the files are backed up on cloud storage. We can delete <laughs> them off of our file system. Yeah. Plus like memories are such a fickle thing anyway. I I read once that every time you remember something, you're not remembering it. You're remembering the last time you remembered it. Remember so every time remember. you remember something, you your memory changes just a little bit. So okay. if you really want to hold on to things, if things are really precious to you, you don't try to hold on to them. You write them down and let it go. Yeah, I think that's true. Well, and you're you're at least when you remember something, you're recreating it in your head, like you're re envisioning it, and it's gonna get modified because things about your current life affect the way you see things now. So exactly. yeah. I think that's I think that's true. It it works for me even with like tasks and stuff like that. Like if I just write it down, it just like I can stop f- like obsessing over it. Yeah. It it's like it's it's like trying to hang on to these memories is like trying to catch this like super bouncy ball that's pinging around in my brain. Yeah. And like the the tighter I try to hold on to it, the more it's going to ping around and cause me stress. But when I write it down, all of a sudden it just settles and it's just gone. 
It's like I've opened a window and the bouncy ball's pinged out and it's on the paper now. <laughs> it's it's there. Honestly, too, one of the reasons I really like this show <laughs> is I can like put all these memories and stories in here. Mm-hmm. And I honestly forget them, which is which is weird, like because people who listen to our show will bring up a reference to something that I've said on the show, and I have no idea what they're talking about. Oh, that happens all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, who, what now? Huh? And then they, <laughs> they like clarify after a while. And I'm like, oh yeah, but it's, it's nice that it's somewhere. <laughs> now it's in their head. Now they could store yeah. it for me. <laughs> yeah. Or like Andrew's helping, asking for help with his special project. And I'm just sitting here like, what have we ever talked about? I don't think we've ever <laughs> talked about anything on this show. It doesn't exist. It's, it's all cause it's all recorded. I might have to go through the show notes and see what we got. But yeah. That's like, oh, oh, sorry. I thought we were ending that. No, we're done. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, wait, what? I, what I was going to say, plus like writing something down helps you when you see that thing later and have forgotten about it. It lets you look at it with fresh eyes instead of having to like, like – pull this perspective kick, kicking and screaming all the way through the years you've you're able to look at something with fresh eyes and reinterpret it anyway that was the last thing I was can i say. ask your, you a question real quick how do you avoid um writing things that have happened to you without your own personal bias at that time no I, I mean you write it with your bias at that time but then mm-hmm. when you reread it later you're like oh hey this is how dumb I was being. That's <laughs> yeah. usually what it is. Because yeah. I have you that problem all it, the time. I'm you like, look oh, at your this... bias. You look at your old bias with a new perspective instead of dragging that old bias kicking and screaming along with you. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There we can go. <laughs> you, get, you get a reverse one. <laughs> okay. Well, on that solemn note, um, why is it solemn? Why is my question so sad? It's just, it just seems like so like it was serious, con- contemplative. So, have you or someone <laughs> you worked with left a job in a funny way, quit or fired? Um, I guess this was kind of a tone shift, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> now, now that we put them right next to each other, I I've already talked about the guy who fired a gun at my job uh <laughs> google search uh, something about ricky it'll probably be in the show notes but ricky fired a gun that was a way of leaving the job um, I love that song what I love that song yeah <laughs> uh <laughs> now see now i'm trying to make the song in my head and i'm not focusing <laughs> on the show we're doing right now it's a mix between um and he has a gun yep. and you don't lose that <laughs> yep Yep. <laughs> <Come steal it. laughs> yep. Yep. Um, dang it. I can't, can't, can't stop. Okay. Focus Aaron in the moment. Um, I, I, okay. I had, I was off work one day. It was like, um, it was like a long day at work where it started early. Like I remember, I got to the office really, really early and my boss was already there working on a project that I had showed up to work on because he was also really like 
wired up about it and like stressed. And so we had both without communicating shown up at like when it was still dark outside in the morning (laughs) (laughs) to work on the project. Um, and we were both there. And then, so, so we ended up leaving earlier in the day than normal. So like I usually got off work at like, uh, four 30 and we like, we had that day had left at like two 30. So I remember I had just got home. I had opened a soda and I was standing in our garage, like, cause it was a really nice day. And I was just kind of like sitting outside enjoying this soda and be like, ah, that day is done. I'm really tired. And I, and I, and I looked at my phone. I hadn't been paying attention to it. And there was like 4,000 missed calls. And like, it was, my phone was just like going crazy. Like I thought it was going to explode. It was like really, I noticed it was really hot. That's why I like picked up my, like what? And, um, I called, I called my boss and he was like, um, Hey, we kind of got a disaster on our hands. I was like, what happened? Um, this guy named, uh, well, I won't use his name. I'll just call him, uh, Colby, uh, Colby sent an email to the entire staff, um, and quit. (laughs) And you need to, we need to shut down his email and, uh, we need to change the permissions on all of our staff lists, our email lists, because we don't know if this is going to happen again from somebody else. But basically what he had done is, is his boss and our superior. So like a big boss, right? I was talking to my little boss, but the big boss had basically asked him to do something on the easy end, unethical, but on the more severe end, probably illegal. Oh, oh my. <laughs> he so had, not a good uh, area. The big boss, basically what happened is, is the big boss asked him to change student grades. Oh. And not change them for the better. Oh. And these were things that were going to mean that students didn't graduate. And he was asking him to do it because in the main office they had screwed up on something. And so they were trying to cover it up. Oh my. And so Colby was a real hothead. He was he was like one of those people who's like really talented, like think of like Jim Halpert, like he was way too qualified <laughs> to work where he was working kind of a situation, but he was kind of like not super motivated, if that makes sense. So like being asked to do this thing was like the last straw for him. So he forwarded the email. He made sure he got the guy's request in an email. And so he forwarded the email to the entire staff list. Oh, wow. And with his comments, this is just so everybody knows, this is what happens when uh, around here (laughs) or something like that. (laughs) Forwarded to everybody. And so that was a fun way for him to quit. And it basically, it, it basically began the process of these other people, like a whole bunch of people losing their jobs, which was fun. But 
He took hey. a bunch of people down with it. It's like the end of uh, Daredevil season one, where it's slow mo, like they're singing opera and they're catching all the crooks, like the FBI. <laughs> I've never seen that, but that sounds like what it kind of is. But yeah, it's so, pretty satisfying. It's funny because because me and my boss like thought he did like we were kind of like way to go like <laughs> we're 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 glad everyone's like. How how come there was this vulnerability that anybody can send a message to the whole staff list? And I only found out later that my boss had had purposefully said it like that <laughs> Be, in case something like this ever needed to happen. <laughs> in case there needs to be transparency. Yes. So it's funny how that all that went down. But yeah, uh, that was a real fun Friday. It was on a Friday too, obviously. Possibly. But yeah, that guy just basically firebombed everybody. (laughs) And now I'm pretty sure he won a lawsuit and is living in luxury. So I I mean I imagine. (laughs) Oh man, that's like a that's like a like a cool guys don't look at explosions moment. Like it's like the the latest version of that, but yeah. (laughs) He forwarded an email. Well (laughs) it is twenty eighteen. Yeah, but that was that was fun. That oh, is fun. That's so cool. My story's not as good. Not as good as forwarding <laughs> an email. Uh, uh, my my story has nothing to do with email though. But like, um, so I worked at I worked at a call center before I worked at the Sundance Film Festival. Mm-hmm. And by that I mean that for a couple of weeks I worked at both of those jobs. Because I had to work through through a certain date in order to get my bonus from how good I was doing at the call center job. Uh-huh. Um, and so I told my immediate supervisor, I was like, hey, I'm going to be quitting my job on the day, basically. I'm going to be working through that day, and then I'm going to quit because I want my bonus for doing a good job, but I don't want to work here anymore. I want to go work at Sundance. And he was like, yeah, okay. Probably not the best plan. (laughs) Well, it was a date that a lot of people were getting fired because we were selling, we were signing people up for Medicaid. Oh, yeah. And so they just had like a huge temporary workforce for the, for the open enrollment period. And then a bunch of people got fired on the day after. Gotcha. And I was just like, just, I'm going to quit on the day after along with everybody else. Um, but if you worked through that day, then like even if you were getting fired, you still got your bonus or whatever. Right. So I told my immediate supervisor, and he was like, "Yeah, that's cool. Sundance is way cooler than what we do here." And I was like, "I know. I'm aware." <laughs> um. Yeah. So, um, that day comes around, and it's like I had worked a full shift at Sundance, and then I just had to like come in and work for like two hours <laughs> at this other job. And I was so tired and I was so done. And I finally finished. It was like 10 o'clock at night of the last day of open enrollment. Um, and nothing was happening. Nothing was coming in. And I was like, I'm so glad. I'm so <laughs> glad nobody's calling. Uh, and I come to the end of my shift and I'm like, I'm clocking out. I pack up all my stuff and I bring my like security badge. And, and I go to give it to my immediate supervisor, but he's not there. He's left already. I was like, oh, dang. So I'm like, huh. Who should I give this to? And I texted him. 
I was like, hey, what should I do with this stuff? And he didn't text me back. So I was like, okay, whatever. I'll just give it to his boss. And I go up to his boss and I'm like, hey, here's my badge and stuff. And she's like, why are you giving this to me? And I'm like, because I'm, I'm quitting. I have another job. And she's like, you're doing what? And you have another what? And I was like, I told Brandon. I told Brandon, I swear. Um, and then I just handed it to her and walked away because I wasn't about to have a discussion about it. Uh, so that oh, so that was that was awkward. That was the, that's the whole story. It was okay. just an awkward situation. <laughs> you it were right. Send an email. <laughs> not. It goes back to my not knowing the protocol because she's like, "What are you talking about?" And I was like, "I don't know what I'm talking about." Bye. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then after I left, Brent, my supervisor texted me and he was like, "Just put it on your desk." I was like, oh, whoops. It's a little late for that. <laughs> I already gave it to your boss, and now she might be mad at you, but I never have to talk to you again, so who cares? That's always nice. It's a nice feeling. Yeah. <laughs> Burden Bridges <laughs> is the best. Man. <laughs> I didn't burn that bridge as well as I thought that I did either, because this year they called me and they're like, hey, do you want to come back for open enrollment? And I was like, no. <laughs> Don't. Were you looking for a job for a while? I was, but open enrollment doesn't start until later, and I had already gotten a new job. Oh, okay. So, actually, they called me right about the right around the time that I was interviewing for the current job that I have, and so I think I I think what I told them was like, "I'll let you know next week," and then Mm. and then I got a job offer for a job that I wanted. Hey, instead of a job that I didn't want. So, uh, what about you, Andrew? Yeah. Um, so I've actually, I've worked a lot of jobs and I've seen a lot of people get quit slash fired. Um, and I don't think I've seen, I've seen too many. Um, you've worked in a lot more like, um, manual labor slash like restaurant, like, like the kind of like the lower rung, Employment, yeah, kind of like the the beginning. What 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 capitalists like capitalists like to think of as uh, the the bottom rung of the the tall ladder that everyone can climb up to Successville, but which is just basically what like poor and uneducated uh, people get and, and minorities get trapped in forever. Yeah, um, <laughs> and there are a lot of those that I work with. Um, I worked. I worked in a pizza place, and nobody even quit that job in a dramatic fashion. Every time somebody <laughs> wanted to quit the pizza place, they just didn't show up for work. It's like this isn't a fun story. I'm getting jipped. When I worked at a pizza place, um, my manager got fired for um, taking money from the till for six months. Oh my! I, I just came back and, and I talked to my boss. Like, oh shoot, where's uh, Jared? And he's like, oh, I had to fire me stealing money. You want to be a manager? I was like, okay, and that was how I got promoted. <laughs> <laughs> It's like I got promoted to manager by just telling every new person that got hired that I was their manager. So (laughs) that's like a early, that's like a deep cut. I remember we talked about that like season, season three. Um, I have also seen people come to a job interview drunk. (laughs) It was at 9 a.m. And they knew they were going to be interviewed. It wasn't like we surprised them. Like, oh, we're interviewing right now. Well, you like, know, some people deal with nerves in their own way. 
<laughs> well, they didn't get a job. The only uh, the way it would be worse is if they got drunk on the premises. Like they went to the place, like you were at a restaurant, and they like ordered like a couple pitchers of beer, and then like, all right, I'm ready for my interview. Um, uh, one time I had so uh, someone get fired because he and two other employees decided to break into a high school. And like do some sort of prank. I don't even remember what the prank was, but they got fired because they were wearing their uniforms. Oh, <laughs> why would they do that? And, and and so when they when the police saw the video and they're like, oh well, they're all wearing uniforms of this place. And then the police came to work saying, hey, do you know these people. I'm like, yes, of course I do. <laughs> uh, they got fired. Oh, <laughs> that was fun. Um, but no, the, the best one, um, uh, I was, um, working at a place. Wait, wasn't that Ricky? Wait, were you the one who also worked with Ricky? No, no, I don't think. Okay. Sorry. I just remember Ricky doing something stupid like that too at his next place of employment. The guy who fired (laughs) the gun. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I mean, yeah. Um, no, but so, um, I was working, this was on campus. And so, you know, it's a pretty respectable place. And one of the, uh, like, the managers was just, like, not doing his job. Like, just watch YouTube videos all day long, be mean to the students that worked for him. And it was just a matter of time. But anyway, so he gets in this huge argument with my boss's boss's boss in front of everyone. And he's like, that's it. I'm quitting. Um, and he leaves and we're like, Oh, well, that's pretty exciting. But he's, this isn't the first time he's quit. Um, because what happens is my boss's boss's boss will like call him the next day. Like, Oh, don't quit. We need you. You're important. You do a good job. Um, but I remember he quit and he left and my boss's boss's boss looked at us and he says, Nope, <laughs> just like not this time. And so we never saw him again. It was beautiful. <laughs> Oh, that's fun. I just had, man, we've had a bunch of people quit lately and it's all, it's all been, they've been like burning their bridges <laughs> like that. <laughs> oh, one day I'll do that. <laughs> that's a dream, right? Is that from the office when <laughs> they all asking Michael Scott how he quit and they're like, oh, everyone loves a good quitting story. Cause yeah. you hope one day that it'll be you. <laughs> yep okay my question what's your favorite television series finale speaking of television series um i don't know i don't watch a lot of shows to the end (laughs) well that's something this is this is the curse of American television is that they all get bad before they get over. That's not so, always true. Um, I mean, it hasn't aired yet, but I'm a huge fan of the Big Bang Theory uh, season, series finale. Yeah, you just, need to make just sure that the fact that it's there. Is, is making, making For a second, I was super angry. <laughs> that <pause laughs> took me a second that. to figure out what you were saying, and I was like, oh, oh, hell no. He what? <laughs> like, I felt it was like anger, but like betrayal. Like, is everything I knew about Adam wrong? 
Okay, good. Yeah, so I mean, they announced that that was going to end in 2019. So I'm excited for that. Just like I feel like the world will be a better place. Yeah. Um, and so, like in terms of in terms of outside of like affecting things outside of television, I think that's a monumental event. Just just that just that one thing being over can improve the world so much. Like probably the day that that airs, Trump will be impeached. It'll be great. Um, <laughs> um, what? How many TV series have you finished? Uh, I've finished The Office. I've finished Parks and Rec. <laughs> so, what I about short shows like too. Firefly or oh, I finished Freaks Firefly. and Geeks? I haven't finished Freaks and Geeks. I finished you Firefly. Haven't, you haven't finished Freaks and Geeks? You're walking around not knowing. Okay, never that's one I would suggest finishing. Freaks and Geeks. Yeah, because it's like, what is it? Three seasons? It's only one season. It's only one season. Oh. It's just like a longer season. Yeah, it's like twenty two episodes or something like that. Okay. I don't know. Like I I can't even say that the ending of Firefly was good because it wasn't like an ending. It was just Yeah, I didn't really like that. Finale. It wasn't really a series finale. I mean like I guess you could look at Serenity as a series finale, but like I mean it's not a great movie. It's not bad, but it's not like a great movie. Yeah, that's kinda how I feel about it. Um Come at me. I don't know. Like the <laughs> The ending of Parks and Rec wasn't bad. I felt like that was a good send off of the characters, but like I don't know. <laughs> I, well, the ending of Parks and Rec was weird because you got like an ending, and they were like, "Psych." Yeah, yeah. And they did it again, and I think the 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 final ending was the better one. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Well, like, I, no, I think I that's a, think I can't. Adam, think I think that's a legitimate answer. Like, this is. We've turned this into like a very serious episode, but your answer is probably the best one. Because it's it's true. It's true. It is when when Big Bang Theory ends, that will be <laughs> the best television series finale. I think you're correct. So Andrew, what's your answer? Oh yeah. Mine is um the ending of Seinfeld is my favorite series finale. Really? I so I haven't seen it since it happened. I just remember being really disappointed. I was like in high school. Oh, well, the thing is, I think people could be disappointed because it's not your typical ending of a TV series, especially one that popular. Because mm-hmm. when you think of like the ending of like, um, like Friends or The Office or Parks and Rec, um, Seinfeld is completely different. And I like that because if you go – because they can't have that type of ending. They can't have a happy ending where they see all their friends again. Yeah. And they're happy and they move on with their lives. Um, I liked it because it is written for the characters they are. Terrible, terrible human beings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the, and the ending is them going to jail. Spoiler alert. The show oh. <laughs> has been off the air for two decades. So, but but they go to jail and the and they have the same conversation from the first episode in jail. Him and George. It's like the same con- conversation in a different context. Yeah, and and that is kind of funny. And it's and it's really funny. It, but I think it keeps it's the ending for that TV series. They couldn't have a different type of ending, I believe. <sighs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't. I I I. I I'm trying not – I tried to let that go, so I don't really have many thoughts on it, but that is a fair point. I remember in high school, me – I remember me and my buddy Frank staying up and watching it and and then talking about it in our math class the next day and both being like, 
that sucked. <laughs> We're, it's like, how how bad is this year going to get? You got Tupac and Biggie dead, <laughs> and now they killed Seinfeld. <laughs> Seinfeld's in the clink. Seinfeld's locked up. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I think it's just, I think it's because I remember uh, Larry David at the B, when they were pitching the show, or when they were first, like the first season, he's like, okay, the character's no hugging. No one is learning anything in this TV series. <laughs> and by the end, you realize they didn't learn anything. They didn't change, except maybe for the worst. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, okay. I, 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 I feel that. My, my, my favorite television series finale is not The Office, which I think... What? It blows my mind. <laughs> that's not your favorite. Hey, Aaron, for people who this is the first time they've ever listened to Three Guys, Three Questions, how many times have you watched The Office in its entirety? I'm just finishing my seventh time through, I believe, watching it in its entirety. I'm not going to lie, those are rookie numbers. You got you to gotta pump those up. What? <laughs> I'm in the last last season right now, and I'm like watching it slowly because I'm not emotionally uh, prepared to handle it. <laughs> hey, remember when we talked about your answer to my question at the very beginning of the show, where it's you know like it's okay to let things go, to let things stay in the past. Like, uh, just think about it. just just think about it. It's this just is different. It. This is different just, though. Just think about it. It's different. Just think about it. Just think about it. <laughs> it's different though. It's But just think just think. Just think about it. It's like just just consider it. Just consider it. Just keep it on your mind. It's just different it. though. <laughs> I think what you're failing to see is that it's different though. Anyhow. Um maybe I'll just think about that. My my favorite television series finale. I've only watched once and I won't ever go back and watch it again because I don't, I, I like, I want the memory of that to be there. Like I want it to be in the past. Like right. I don't want to ruin it again. It's a good memory. It's a good experience having watched this, but there was like, there was a year. I, I, I don't even remember why, but I got like deep into the wonder years. Right. Okay. It was like syndicated and I would like watch it in, in the daytime. Um, and I'd watched the whole series and I got to, to the end and the, the, the series finale. And I don't remember hardly anything about this, but I just remember that the ending was like super harsh. <laughs> Like the, I, I believe like the ending ended up with like Winnie and uh, what's Fred Savage's character's name? Kevin. I don't remember. Like breaking up. <laughs> like, so you have this whole thing that's like, for everyone who hasn't seen Wonder Years, it's like, uh, it, it, the, the series is kind of cool because it follows these kids from like being, I don't know, what are they like middle school age or high school? Some, and it kind of mm-hmm. follows them through. Anyhow. Uh, and it's like takes place in like the sixties, right? Um, has that great opening theme? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not gonna be able to talk for a while. That really hurt. Okay. Anyhow, I just remember it was one of the. the it was like 
it was the one of the most cathartic experiences of my life up to that point was watching that series finale because like it ends like they're watching a Fourth of July parade. It, they like they come back to their hometown. Like this is one of the first times where they did a show where they like that the finale was like oh it's like ten years later twenty years later whatever and they're old and we put them in old makeup uh-huh. so they look like old people and they both come back to their hometown that they haven't seen in forever and it's like a and it's a fourth of july parade in small town usa like right which is just like beautiful anyways you know you got the like the the visuals of it are amazing and then at the end it's just it's just kevin and his dad talking and kind of like wrapping up, but I don't know. I just remember like I just like was crying, like, and I I was like I don't know ten or eleven, but it was like to me it was like the first time like I realized like oh like things end, <laughs> right. like it, like like at first really hit me like stuff stuff just sometimes stuff ends. And it's kind of, and it's sad, but it's also beautiful. Like that was my takeaway from it at my young Mm -hmm. age. Like, oh, like there's something like really beautiful. Cause like, even in the show, like the sun setting, it's like every little trope you can throw into an ending. (laughs) (laughs) There's a parade, there's sun setting. It's, it's, they're old. Um, but I don't know. To me, it was like, oh, so like there's something like beautiful about endings. And, um, that was my takeaway from it. I don't remember anything about it. I'm I'm never going to watch it again. So, (laughs) okay. Quick question. What's your uh, worst TV series ending or final I've ever seen? Mm, I mean, uh, every, every episode of the big bang theory. That wasn't the (laughs) last episode of the big bang theory. (laughs) <laughs> that's cheating the right answer the right answer is how i met your mother i never yeah. see that's another one i didn't finish yeah i didn't fi- i stopped you watching i'll just show. tell you i'll just tell you the ending do you know how it ends i do i forgot Aaron. that's how little i care i know i knew it um you find out it was robin the whole time was his wife i thought it was like the kid's mother was like a different lady, but then he, the reason that he's telling them this story is because he wants dead. to marry Robin or something. Yeah, 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 like that. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Because their their mom died like bef- like right after they were born or something like that. Yeah, I and knew so it was going to be like something asking, stupid like that. Yeah, it's very. It's almost like it's as dumb as the rest of the show. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's true. <laughs> that's like a show I regret so much that I liked it. Like when it first came on, I was all, this show is so good. Check out this ultra misogynist guy. He's great. (laughs) Well, I think that we're, we're kind of fooled into thinking like those type of shows are okay. And I think big bang theory does this, but we've all caught on to it. (laughs) Well, the thing is, I, I think we fell for it because we thought it was like tongue in cheek. Like we, I thought it was a commentary on how stupid that stuff is. No, it's just all tongue. After a few <laughs> after a few seasons, I realized, oh no, they think these things are good. <laughs> yeah. That's bad. Yeah, it's like, oh, they're not making fun of this ultra misogyny and this toxic masculinity. They just think it's innocent and funny. 
Yep. So on that note, I feel bad about ending the show that way. Well, I mean, we could talk about how we hate the Big Bang Theory some more. That was that was a good have funny joke seen, for me. Have you seen that YouTube essay video about how it's like super mis- uh, Big Bang yeah. Theory is like super the, misogynist? What is it called? Like the adorable misogyny of the Big Bang yeah. Theory? Yeah, yeah. Have I recommend seen, watching that if you you're seen, a fan of the show. Have you seen the the clips where they take out the the laugh track? Yeah. Oh, man. and see yeah, how bad it is <laughs> like how bad their timing is <laughs> oh and it's not t- like there's no studio audience for that so like that's the timing that they're purposefully giving it and that tells you how much work the laugh track does on that show it's a lot of heavy lifting that's why we don't have a laugh track on this show <laughs> maybe we should do one for one episode maybe uh well thanks for listening to this last episode of three guys two questions um if you want to rate it i would appreciate that i this is the point where i usually threaten to end the show if you uh don't rate it but this is the last show of this season sorry (laughs) 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 so maybe you could go uh we have some ideas for what we're gonna do next season that we're kind of excited about and if you're not in the patreon you won't know what those ideas are and if you want to hear what those ideas are and some of the cool things we have coming up uh i don't want to spoil it but there may even be a video game Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot. I going just remembered the worst ending. Worst ending. Chuck. Chuck is worst ending. Keep going. Oh yeah, yeah. It was. I it forgot was. about. No way. I didn't. And I didn't finish Chuck either. Explain <laughs> to you later. Look it up. It's bad. Um. Anyhow, you can uh, subscribe to receive new episodes, which you're gonna want to do because you might forget about us over this break. Uh, so go to 3g3q.co slash subscribe. I also want to give a big thank you to our supporters on patreon.com. I think we don't do a good job of explaining how much it helps us because we have to pay for a lot of the stuff that we use to do this show. So like I use software that makes it so I don't have to precisely edit every little thing. Um, and that costs money. It's actually like subscription software. So like, ongoing money coming into our show helps <laughs> um we you know it like, costs I, money i'm not cheap so yeah our patreon goes directly to the show we don't get any of that it goes yeah. to making great <laughs> content maybe one day but right now it's all being used for the stuff that it costs to host the thing and do all the the thingy deagles so um i also want to uh ask if you could spread word about the patreon like if you're on the patreon and you get some sort of value out of that if you could share it with people and say hey you know you get you get pre-show banter you get like a bunch of you get like sometimes it's like a whole episode's worth of us talking about stuff Uh, if that's your thing you want to hear more from us you can get access to that and there's there's other stuff um maybe we'll do some more physical goods like stickers or t-shirts or something like that i'm really bad about mailing things i have buttons that i still haven't mailed um we could do branded rpg dice sets as well <gasps> that would be fun they're all threes and g's <laughs> um, i got a three i got three a g's and q's also uh, take a look at the other shows on goodstuff.fm 
Um, there are fun shows. I'm actually going to go to the homepage right now and tell you what's up there. Um, we've got uh, the at U2 podcast, which is it's just talk about U2. There's a there's Clockworks, which is a podcast that talks about Legion, that uh, that X people show, that mutant show. Chris ends does daily ish where he just talks and he's got such a soothing voice that it's uh it's almost like uh ASMR. It's like therapy, really. Yeah, just it's really good. I guess we're grown ups now, which is fun. They talk about adulting and uh, other grown up things. There's Icebreaker, which is a hockey podcast. Uh, which is if you like hockey. That's a good podcast for you. The Good Stuff Morning Show is actually really, 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 really fun. It's hosted by Kyle and Kenny, who are brothers who have a real good uh, good chemistry because they were born into the same family. There's uh, Don't Forget Way Too Seriously, which is some people taking things way too seriously, which is entirely my brand. Big fan <laughs> of that. Yeah, it's, it's even fun. on so, this show, I take things too seriously. There's, <laughs> yeah, this show got real serious, real, real serious, which is good. But, um, also, kind of maybe sometimes sad, which is like what endings are like. So that's good. Uh, where did I go on my show notes here? I got distracted by going to the other web page. Um, oh, we'd also love to hear from you. So where can people get a hold of you? Um, I guess I'm still technically on Twitter at a underscore sav. Um, but I'm also on Mastodon at a underscore sav at oh no my dot rocks. Follow me there. <laughs> That's where all my content's going right now. Yeah, I'm on Mastodon too at uh, Aaron L M Goodwin at oh no my dot rocks, which is a real fun instance. Um, I'm on Twitter at that Adam kid. I'm also on mastodon.social at that Adam kid because I'm, I'm too stubborn to switch instances because <laughs> I don't understand it. Um, if you want to join our gang, just let, just let me know. Um, we're called the flaming daggers <laughs> and we do a lot of stuff. Like we, um, we, we ride our little 50 CC, uh, funny bikes around in front of the school and do wheelies so that's fun um we also get uh fake tattoos of like mermaids on our biceps <laughs> so so we can w- make them make them uh dance so if you want to join our gang the flaming daggers just let me know other than that i want you to remember um that that andrew thinks that story was by a monk He's pretty sure it was by a monk. <laughs> the monk story. <laughs> the monk story. I I also want you to remember that uh, sometimes the permissions on a mass email list are a feature, not a bug. And I also want you to remember that uh, the Big Bang Theory is going to end at some day. And if, if that doesn't give you hope, I don't know what else will. And I also want you to remember to question everything.